I'm one of those people um, that when I when I do something, I want to I want to be the best I can in every area. And I know, um, I mean, as a human being, life has taught me this. As a human being, <laughs> you're there's always going to be someone who's a step ahead of you somewhere. But it it doesn't hurt to shoot for the stars sometimes. So I think there there are areas of my striking that I need to improve on, in my my clinch work, my wrestling, everywhere. And uh, that's what I'm working on. Maya, you're a U.S. Army veteran. You're the current Premier MMA Championship featherweight champion. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'd love to go back with my guests. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? So I did... Uh... I did move around a lot as a as a kid, um, but I would say that I spent most of my time in Georgia and South Florida. Okay. Uh, I I was born in South Florida, and I always feel at home whenever I go back to South Florida. So I would probably say that's like my hometown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, as a kid, I. My focus was school, so I actually didn't play any sports as a kid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't until I was 17 uh, that I began training in martial arts, taekwondo. Um, I I joined the taekwondo club at uh, University of Miami, and that's pretty much where everything started. Come on now, that's awesome. What was the motivation <laughs> behind getting going into the army? Uh, so. Wow, that's quite a story. But basically, I did end up uh, dropping out of school at University of Miami in my third year, and it was difficult financially for me. Uh, so I was looking for some type of financial stability, and um, I went to the recruiter's office, and you know they said they could ship me out, and I was like, okay, uh, this seems like a good deal. I think I can do that, and it 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 has provided me with financial stability so that I don't have to worry about, you know, not having things to eat when I'm training and not ha having a place to stay, things like that. So yeah, it was a good move for me on, on my part. <laughs> right on. Oh, that's amazing. I've had a lot of soldiers on my show from all the different branches. And what they've said was the hardest part for them was that transition from soldier to civilian. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it wasn't difficult at all for me because okay. The reason why a lot of people have trouble with that transition um, is that they probably went to the army as an 18-year-old, so they didn't get to to uh, experience that civilian life uh, beforehand. So they're probably going out there at like 25 or whatever years old, and they're like, okay, what do I do? So I think because I had that experience as a civilian, before joining the army that I was better prepared when I got out. Yeah. Oh, so cool. And when you're in the cage, how much of an advantage do you feel like that military training experience gives you? Hmm. <laughs> you know, it's mentally, it's like, you know, I've been through, through a lot mentally. So, uh, I guess I can draw on, on that strength, yeah. but I, say that um, my military experience uh, specifically would be like the foundation for that that mental uh, fortitude you know what I mean totally. I think it's 
Yeah, I think it's like a combination of all of my experiences through life. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I really see that in my last fight where I was in a lot of trouble. And um, it's, it's not only that mental fortitude that helped, but also the people around me that encouraged me, that kind of helped me to push through. So important to surround yourself with like great people. Uh, that's awesome. Now, I think if topology is correct, which is like maybe 50% of the time, it says, yeah. you're, it says you're five and one uh, as a fighter. And then you have four finishes in those five wins, right? Correct. Okay, awesome. And uh, you've won fights on the ground. You've won fights on the feet. You've gone the distance. As a fighter, where do you feel like you should, uh, you need to improve? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm one of those people um, that when I when I do something, I want to, I want to be the best I can in every area. And I yeah. know, um, I mean, as a human being, life has taught me this. As a human being, <laughs> you're. There's always going to be someone who's a step ahead of you somewhere, but it it doesn't hurt to shoot for the stars sometimes. So I think there there are areas of my striking that I need to improve on, in my my clinch work, my wrestling, everywhere, and uh, that's what I'm working on. It's so cool to to hear that. My son and my daughter they both got into Brazilian Jiu Jitsu just like six weeks ago, and it's fun to watch them just like grow in their like abilities on the mats and stuff like that. So yeah, it's so fun to to see that growth and always trying to improve. I love that. You fought for a ton of different or a few different promotions out there. The majority of your fights have been with the Premier MMA Championship, though. What's been your experience working with those guys? They they are highly professional. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoy working with them because um, they're organized. They always bring bring out great fights. Uh, their events are always fun. The audience in the Kentucky area, they're amazing and entertaining. So, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love fighting for them. Sweet. And, you know, I was looking on Instagram. I saw that you met John Jones a few years back. How was that? Oh, it was, <laughs> it was a pretty brief meeting, but... It was it was amazing just standing next to him. Uh, yeah. yeah, he did like a, a little meet and greet thing and we all walked up to him, like shook his hand and so okay. on. I was super nervous <laughs> as I am with everything. So. Oh, that's amazing, though. I mean, he seems like a cool guy. Like, obviously, he's had his own demons and battles he's had to deal with outside of the cage. But in person, like I'm sure as a person, he just seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, people... People have to remember that we're all humans and yeah. some of them, some of us are in the spotlight and I don't, I don't fault him for having his, you know, business out there. You know, everyone right. makes mistakes. Yeah. Totally, man. I think one big thing, like I always get asked when I'm on shows, like, what would you say to people? And I'm like, I think, man, if we just love people where they're at, the world would be so much better, you know, just like love when people like whatever they're going through, like, we don't know what they're going through. Right. Like if we can just help them lift them up or whatnot, like we, I quit judging people, right? We, we just need to just love on people where they're at. So it's so cool that you got an opportunity to meet John Jones. What's next for you? Like, when could us fans expect to see you back in the cage? And, and what are you most excited about for the rest of this year? Well, um, it is within our plans for me to make my pro professional debut next. Uh, okay. And, yeah, the goal is to have that happen before the end of the year. Okay. So, yeah, if you guys, if you guys want to uh, – follow that. I, I will be posting information and announcements on that on my Instagram, mstort1001. Awesome. Awesome. And do you have, uh, where can folks follow you? Instagram, do you have Facebook page or Twitter or anything like that as well? Or is Instagram the main one that folks can follow you on? 
Yeah, Instagram is my main uh, social for my MMA news, uh, but I also have uh, Facebook. I'm on Facebook as Maya Samuel Stewart, and uh, same as the Instagram name. And right. um, I don't have a Twitter yet, but I will be making that in the near future. Okay, very cool. I wanted to transition to some fun questions. I've got these things called pod decks, essentially just random questions. Uh, okay. We'll pull one out. <laughs> we'll see how it goes here. <laughs> Uh, oh, that was a, that's a podcast episode here. Um, what is the favorite, what's your favorite things you've bought this year? Oh, <laughs> food. Food. <laughs> yes. I, I, I do this thing where, um, I don't know when I started doing this, but I go on DoorDash and I just search for something that I've never tried before and I order it. And I do that like three, four times a week and I love it. Come on. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I've never even heard of anyone doing that. That's pretty rad. So, I mean, where I'm at, I love the area that I live at, but the restaurants are not that good. I've got like three choices and they're not like super spectacular. I miss teriyaki. We don't have teriyaki out here. You know, I kind of live out in the mountains. So I'm like, oh man. So we've done DoorDash a couple of times, but uh, oh, that's so cool that you do that. What is your favorite cheat meal then? It has to be mochi balls, like the mochi ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the red bean one. I love it. (laughs) I get that pretty frequently, actually. Sweet. I'm a big music guy, so I love to ask the question, like, what's a favorite band for you, or do you have a favorite type of music you like to listen to? Oh, yes. So uh, my favorite genre is is trap. Okay. Uh, So, like, X um, and Scarlord. I don't know if you've heard of Scarlord, but he's, like, a mix between – trap and metal okay uh, so it's really uh you should check that out and yeah. i also i also have like my guilty pleasure music which is uh k-pop so blackpink okay. and uh, and itzy okay. right <laughs> <Yeah>. on <laughs> that's awesome well i also wanted to give you an opportunity to give a shout out to uh coaches teammates sponsors anything like that the, the camera's all yours yep shout out to kaizen mma um, I really appreciate everything you guys do there to, to help me grow as a fighter. Um, my head coach, Nima Mazari, um, all of my teammates, uh, all my coaches and wow, there's so many people, like people I want to shout out right now. I can't even think, <laughs> but, um, those are, yeah, those are the people that came to mind. Come on. Well, my, it's such an honor to have you on my show. Thank you for your service. I'm so excited to see a pro debut, hopefully by the end of the year. But whenever it happens, I know you're going to go out there and just kill it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on here. I appreciate it. What's going on? Thank you so much for watching the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, I just wanted to do a quick introduction. If you've not seen my show or you don't know the services that I offer, I wanted to drop them to you right now. One, I do voiceover work. So if you're looking for a voiceover person to cover your motivational videos, or maybe it's Kickstarter videos or whatever it is, let me know. I'm more than happy to help you out there. I also work with brands on brand and product videos. So they'll send me their products to do reviews or box openings. Let me know. I'd love to work with you on your product as well and hope you get that product out there. I also love to be able to share my story. So if I can make an impact on one person at your next speaking engagement, let me know. I love to talk about my story. I love to talk about how our past does not define our future and morning routines and being consistent, how to be around those successful people that are just gonna lift you up. 
let's chat about having me speak at your next event. Let's make it happen. Again, thank you so much for checking out this show. Check out ericallenmedia.com. Really appreciate your time. Have an awesome day.